Hey guys, if you have uh, a business loan thinking about getting one and not sure what to do with it, this podcast is perfect for you. I see so many rehab chiros out there talk about getting a business loan and I ask them what they're going to buy. And inevitably they tell me they're going to buy equipment or whatever. And it's just, it's a really bad mindset to get into. It's not going to be the panacea. It's not going to fix your practice. Um, I dive pretty deep into it on this episode and I hope you enjoy. Also, real quick, we are having our next Rehab Cairo Mastermind live event and it is open to non-Mastermind members. That is going to be January 22nd and 23rd in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We are releasing details as we go, but just to give you an idea, we are going to be going through, it's going to be a seminar. It's going to be a sales and communication seminar. And so if you have any interest in be, being a rehab Cairo, charging what you're worth, but just don't know how to communicate that, I promise you, you will learn in those two days absolutely everything you need to feel confident to go back and practice exactly how you want. So again, a Rehab Cairo Live Mastermind event, January 22nd and 23rd. That's a Sunday and a Monday. It is in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. If you want more details, if you want more information, it is open to guests, non-mastermind members. Please shoot me an email, coaching at strivetomove.com and just title the email mastermind. We will get you the details and get it sorted out. Again, if you're not in our world, I think it's a great, great, great two days. I can promise you the ROI on this two days will 10, 20, 30, 50x any clinical seminar you've gone to. How do I know? Because I've gone to all those clinical seminars and actually I made no money when I got back. It just cost me money. This, I promise you, will make you money. So coaching at strivetomove.com. That is January 22nd and 23rd in Fort Lauderdale. For you guys not in the South, a chance to get out of the cold, uh, most likely snow, wind, rain, the whole thing, get a little bit of sun, get two days away, uh, get around a group of like-minded individuals that understand clinical and understand business. We will be there. It's going to be a great time. And I can't wait to see all you there. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. All right, so... You are about to open your practice or may have just started and you want to take out a business loan and maybe you go to a bank and potentially get $50,000. That seems like the right move, right? Well, I don't think it is. I think it's actually a really bad idea. Um, the reason why taking out a business loan seems attractive is because it is a safety net and we'll have some money and we've got to do all these different things in our practice. The part of the equation that we, uh, we aren't thinking about is the number one thing that's most important as a business owner, and it's having business skills. Beyond the business skills, what do we need of business skills? We need to understand how to get patients and keep patients. And so the problem that I see with people going to get a business loan of any capacity is the first question I always ask when I'm asked, hey, what do I do with the business loan I have? Um, I immediately tell them, you throw it out. Pretend you don't have it. Why? 
most rehab chiropractors that I talk to, when I ask them why they are taking out a business loan and what they're going to use the money for, the first two things they tell me is equipment and their own living expenses. And both of those, as a new business owner, are the worst things that you can purchase. Let's talk about equipment first. Listen, I'm not telling you to do what I did. Obviously, everyone gets their practice going in the same way, but all I'm, do, all I'm here to do is share my experience. I opened my practice with a portable table that I got in school, and that was actually it. I didn't have an office at the time. I was basically moonlighting and driving around in different places, doing house calls and all these different things. And I did that for three to four months. And so to think that you need this fancy equipment, this fancy table, this high-low table, uh, all these different machines to get your practice going is completely insane. And I'm not going to stand for you telling me that it's absolutely necessary. I've got people here that are telling me that they're less than a year in business and they're buying a $20,000 machine that they're really excited about that they have no idea how they're going to make money doing it. But they won't invest in their own business skills because they're overwhelmed or because they have to go and implement the business side. Well, no, you just spent all of your money on learning business skills to buy the stupid machine. Why? Because they had some money to do it. When you get money, most people get really freaking stupid. Don't be stupid. If I'm an investor in a business and think of yourself as an investor in your own business, what is going to make it attractive to invest in someone's business? Is it that they have a cool new thumper machine in their practice? No, that's a commodity. Anybody could buy that stupid thing. What am I going to invest in? I'm going to invest in a person. I'm going to invest in somebody or something that has business skills. If I find a killer, if I find a winner in business that understands how to market, how to sell, has the right mindset, I want to invest in a who. I'm not investing in a stupid machine. Most of us don't understand this concept. The only thing we have in life and in business is our skill. If you took everything away from me, if you took my businesses away from me tomorrow, the only thing I'm left with is me and my skill set. And you know what? I'm very confident that I could go and rebuild it and start it over again. But most of you guys don't have that level of confidence or ability to be able to go and do it because you haven't done it before. You haven't invested in yourself enough. You don't have the requisite business skills to go and build the thing. You might have the fancy equipment, but you don't have the skills. And this takes us back to the loan. Right? So if you have money, what are you going to spend it on? I have so many people that I talk to that tell me that they don't have enough money. And then I see on Instagram, they're going out on the weekends, they're going to tailgate football games, they're going to the bar, they're going out to dinner, they're doing all these things. You just told me you didn't have the money. Listen, if you're going to be a business owner, life changes. I'm sorry to tell you, but life is not going to be the same. You don't have a steady paycheck. Literally every single dollar that you spend on the personal side It takes away from what you can do in the business. And so going back, a $50,000 loan for you and your practice or yourself, anything you spend to live, anything you spend to live, and any stupid equipment that you buy is money it's taking away from the thing that matters most, which is you and the skill set. Like I said, I mean, I see people all the time that tell me that can't afford the course, they got hurricane relief and all this, and then I see them posting pictures at the bar. I mean, like, what world are you living in, man? Like, what are you doing? You think that's going to change? And I feel terrible for them. So the reason why 
I'm so against people just saying that they're going to go get a loan is because they think it's like a lifeline. They think it's the thing that's going to help them build and grow. But the first thing that I would tell someone if they have a $50,000 loan or a $0 loan is not to spend any of it. The bedrock of your business is always going to be the business skills. It's going to be you know, the relationships that you build, the way you communicate, your marketing and sales message. And so if someone gets a $50,000 loan and they tell me they're going to spend it on anything but marketing and business skills, they're absolutely incorrect. They're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. If I do this three times a week and I talk to business owners and they ask me about a loan, nine out of 10 times, the answer is, well, I have to live and I need to buy equipment. Along the way, we lost the ability to understand what's actually important. And I'm here to be the bad guy to tell you what actually is important. As I always say, when you get money, then you get stupid. When you get money, then you get stupid. I hope all of you out there take this message really, really to heart. Because let's just say you're a few years into business and now you're making some money. I've seen people do this too. Well, good for you. You got your business off the ground and it's making some money. And then now that you have money, even if it comes just from you, you still get stupid. I talked to a client a couple weeks ago who's been talking about this machine that I don't even know what it is. It's like $25,000. And luckily he came to me knowing that I would just talk him off the ledge with it because he was about to go purchase this machine before he had the marketing structures in place, before he had the infrastructure in place, before he was running Google ads, before he hired his employee. All of those things are the bedrock or the foundation of your business. That's the business that you're going to build. It isn't going to be the fancy equipment. It's not going to be the new thumper. It's not going to be the high-low table. All of those things are cool. They're cool. But as we look and take account into being an investor, Think about what's going to make you money. If you think for a second that you buying a fancy machine is going to make you money, you're absolutely wrong because if you can't sell the stupid thing, it doesn't matter. And very rarely, under almost under no circumstance, does the machine sell itself. So let's talk about some of these machines. Cryotherapy fancy stim machines, Russian stim machines, all these crazy things. I don't even know the names of half of these things anymore. But if you're going to buy the machine, I hope when they sell you the machine, they sell you the skills to be able to sell the machine. I told this story very early on in my podcast, but I want to reiterate it because I think the lesson is so important. I was out in California last year and we were staying with my wife's cousin and this guy, um, he's pretty he's pretty well off. He's an investor at this point. He's got a lot of different investments and he invests in technology, not in healthcare. And we were just sitting down BSing one morning and he said that, you know, one of the biggest problems that he sees as a, in business is that typically the operator of the business likes to buy technology and likes to buy equipment. And almost without fail, they get so wrapped up in the technology and the equipment that they forget that if it doesn't provide an ROI to them, the equipment is completely useless. And so if we extrapolate that out, 
what does that look like? How can you get an ROI on equipment? So let's just say, for example, you charge right now $200 for a session. In theory, if the only way that you can charge $295 for a session is with a piece of equipment, that's a way to gain an ROI. Now, I would argue the way to charge $295 for your session is not to add the equipment. It's to actually be able to communicate and sell a patient on the value they will be provided for that extra $95. Could the equipment make it a little bit easier? Yes, it absolutely could. But if we're trying to build a bedrock and a foundation on the business, I, again, going back as an investor, I would rather you sort of go through the hard times of figuring out how to communicate and sell your quote-unquote same services for a higher price and go through that process, understanding what the objections are. Don't dangle a carrot, a fancy piece of equipment in their face because once you learn that skill, business is going to be easy, man. It's going to be easy. And then later on, if you want to add a piece of equipment as a cherry on top to that, boom. That's amazing. But I think the piece of equipment we think is going to be the panacea. I talked to a guy last week. He's so excited about this piece of equipment that's about to come. And I'm just petrified that he's going to get it and nothing's going to change. And he just spent 20 grand on this super cool piece of equipment that he thinks that three or four people want. Well, there's no ROI on that. Meanwhile, I've been banging on him to raise his prices for the past two months and he just won't do it. And so now we start to look at what's the real problem is that as soon as we get to a issue or a problem that we can't solve, we try to solve a different problem. The equipment is not going to solve the problem. The business owner is going to solve the problem. So taking it back, how do you get an ROI on equipment? You have to legitimately be able to justify the idea that if you were charging 200, now with this new piece of equipment, you're going to be able to charge 300. Or you have another service that you absolutely can sell. The problem with that is if you don't know how to market and sell, it doesn't matter. See where I'm going with this? It all comes back to the same thing, back to the business skills. So think about it like this. Who's a mentor or a, someone, a marketer? Let's just say a book that you read. Let's take a Dan Kennedy, for example. So if you don't know Dan Kennedy, you should. Um, his No BS series, he's like the goat godfather of any sort of marketing, direct response marketing. So let's say, practice A, that Dan Kennedy, he's not a chiropractor, he's a marketer, is the one doing marketing for your practice. And let's say practice B is just Dr. Smith, Joe Schmo chiropractor, marketing that practice. Well, Dan Kennedy, his practice doesn't have any equipment. It just has a table and a, and a room. And down the street, Dr. Smith, he's got the new Spinalator 9000. What he doesn't have is the marketing skills. Going head to head, who do you think will win? Do you think Dan Kennedy will win with the marketing skills? with no equipment or Dr. Smith with Spinalator 9000, no marketing skills, but a very cool piece of equipment. Who's going to win that battle? You know the answer. You don't want to know the answer. You don't want to believe it's true. You don't want to believe it's true, but it is. If you understand 
how to market and how to do sales and how to communicate in a way to show people value and to be able to charge the appropriate price for it, you are going to win this game, folks. Whether it's a recession, whether it's a piece of equipment, whether it's your small practice, whether it's a new business, you are going to win. I can't stress that enough. Buying a piece of equipment for a lot of money makes you feel good for a little while because it's fancy and it's cool. But I can't guarantee, and almost I would guarantee that it isn't going to do the thing that you want it to do. Equipment is a commodity. Why? Because everybody down the street, they can buy it. Business skills is not a commodity. Why? Because you need to earn it. You need to earn it. Just the final thing that I'll I'll wrap up with to give you some perspective. You know, for some of you that have followed along in my business journey, one of the bedrocks that I try to build my businesses on is the idea that I try to play games that I cannot lose. And so in my practice, in my rehab chiropractic practice, I preach all the time to our team and our staff that... Outside of some crazy circumstance, which God forbid doesn't happen, like we miss something diagnostically, outside of that, there's almost nothing, there's almost no downside to someone doing treatment with us. If they think they're going to have surgery, there's a chance we could help them avoid it or we'll prepare them for it. Like there's no downside to that. If they're in pain, chronic pain, the worst that happens is we teach them to move better and they're still in chronic pain. They're still better off than they were before. The reason why I love our profession as a rehab Cairo is because we play, I genuinely believe we're literally playing a game we can't lose. There's like no downside to it. I think it's amazing. And so I can look someone in the eye, a patient in the eye and say, listen, like we're your your best option. You want to go get surgery? Great. Can't take that back. What we're doing, it's, there's no downside to it. And if there's very little to no downside to something that you're doing in business, I think that you're onto something. Well, now I do business coaching and consulting work. And I feel the exact same way. On the other hand, what if I went and sold $20,000 Thumper? Well, there is a downside to that. Number one, quite frankly, I don't know if it works. Number two, you probably aren't going to be able to sell it in the way that you want. Number three, uh, the person buying it doesn't have the skill to be able to sell it. But what I do, And what I build my business on is teaching rehab chiropractors about business and teaching them foundational business skills in marketing, sales, communication, finance, leadership. And because of that, I can literally look anybody in the eye and tell them that this is absolutely the best thing for you to do. And when I look at what makes potentially what's made us successful is that I genuinely believe it with every bone in my body. And that when someone tells me that they're not ready for it or they don't want to learn business skills or they want to invest in a machine and they need to do something different or go implement and they don't want to be a part of our community, I literally can look them in the eye and tell them they're making a mistake. And it's not fear-mongering and it's not scaring them and it's 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 nothing other than the truth. Because 
under no circumstance will anyone in this world be, ab- be ever be able to convince me, Justin, that learning business skills and over-indexing on marketing, sales, mindset, communication, finance, and leadership is the thing that's going to build you long-term, whether that's chiropractic, whether that's acupuncture, whether that's rehab, whether that's a gym, it doesn't matter what your industry is. And so when I look at a potential client or someone in the eye and tell them, this is the place for you. You need to be here because you need to learn foundational business skills. How you choose to use them is completely up to you. But if you don't think that that's the thing that you need to learn, that's going to build yourself, that's going to help ensure you versus any recession, versus any economic downturn, versus any problem in the world of you having a business skill set, that's, that's it. That's the only answer. That's the only answer to the problem. And I'm not willing to accept anything other than that. If I can arm you with marketing and sales and all the skills I just talked about, if I can do that and you learn that, you're going to be fine, right? If you're a practice in practice right now and you take health insurance, well, we know that game is going to end. So how do you combat it? You learn skills. You learn how to market. You learn how to sell. You learn finance. You learn KPIs. You learn leadership. If we're heading into recession, well, how do you combat that? You learn marketing, you learn sales, you learn all these different things. So whatever your problem is, the answer, the medicine is business skills. The answer is business skills. It's not a new piece of equipment. It's not another certification. That's not the answer. By the way, the one selling the certification, they learn business skills to sell you on the idea that it could be the answer to their problem. It's not. So circling back, when you have money, don't get stupid. Remember what's important. Remember what you need to learn. Remember the most important part of your practice. Remember if I'm an investor and I'm investing in, who am I going to invest in? The equipment or the person? I'm investing in people. I make people investments. I don't care about the equipment. If the person is good, we'll have more money than we know what to do with and can buy any fancy equipment we want. Finally, remember what's most important in your practice. People buy people. They don't buy equipment. So before you make that $25,000 investment, a new piece of equipment, make a $25,000 investment in you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.